What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. If this is your first time, please hit that subscribe button and know that you are missing a lot of great episodes that have been a part of this podcast. But I do want to welcome you. And also a big thank you to all those who have been subscribing and listening. Thank you for the support and following. So today I'm going to talk about a topic that I sort of briefly talked about in season one, which was episode 13. And I'm going to put the link to that episode in the description was me talking about how I love Disney World. And just briefly, I've made it very clear that, you know, I'm a grown black man who has no shame in letting you know that I love Disney World. And I go into a lot of that in that episode, where that love and that just pure joy and excitement comes from. But with this episode, I'm going to go in more in depth about why I love Walt Disney World. I'm going to tell you what are some of my favorite rides in the park, uh, as well as some of the favorite resorts that I've stayed in. And then lastly, just give you my little tips. You know, I'm not going to say I'm an expert at all Walt Disney World, but I will say, you know, hey, I know how to get around. You know, I know how to make my way around Disney and make it where, you know, it looks like you will have a great time. So let's go into it. So I'm going to talk about first some of the best things about Disney World. I think for most people, we know the iconic rides, the food, you know, the resorts, you know, the sights and the sound, the smells, and, you know, that Disney magic, you know, you have to experience, you know, that pixie dust, as they call it. You know, you, you have to just experience that, in a sense. And then we all know, of course, there are the cons to Disney World. It's very costly in many different ways, definitely, especially being the tickets, especially now where you talk about a value. One day ticket is now $104, you know, where then on a high end, it's $159. You know, that's a lot of money to go into a park for a day, you know. And then also the food at times can be a little bit expensive as well as the merchandise. And then if you stay at a resort, they have these things called resort fees, or not so much fees for the resort, but the parking. You know, they make you pay to park your car there for the nights that you're at the resort, which I think is just a tad bit ridiculous. So, but anyway, let's go and let's move into it. Let's start talking about the parks, the favorite rides, everything about that. You know, there's four theme parks and two water parks there at Disney World. Hands down, by far, the best part is the Magic Kingdom. If you've never been to Disney World, you have to start at the Magic Kingdom. And then probably before you end it, you got to go back to the Magic Kingdom. Then for me, I would say number two would definitely be Disney's Hollywood Studios, especially now that it has become a real park, especially because if you've been going to Disney World for a lot over the last couple of years, maybe the last decade, we know that that park went through a lot of changes, but it's now definitely up there, you know. And then the last two, Epcot and Animal Kingdom, I won't say either one of them is the worst, but, you know, they're both tied for third. You know, they both have special offerings that you can enjoy that makes each one special in its own right. Okay? So let me talk about the Magic Kingdom. You know, the Magic Kingdom is the Magic Kingdom. It's a carbon copy almost of the original Disneyland in California, although on a much larger scale in a sense. But the Magic Kingdom is the Magic Kingdom. You know, 
when you first walk in, you walk down Main Street, you start hearing the music, the smells, and then of course if you walk down, you see Cinderella Castle. It, it just it's hard, you know. It just gets you. But let's talk about some of those rides that you that are some of my favorites. You know, I love the Haunted Mansion. You know, I think the Haunted Mansion, is, you know, is a classic, but it's just something that you definitely have to experience and enjoy. You know, you can't go wrong with Space Mountain. Can't go wrong with Thunder Mountain. You know, Splash Mountain, not that big of a thing to me, but I've, I've been on a couple of times, you know, and I do enjoy it. But I love Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, the music, the ambiance, as well as the smell that comes with going into the queue of Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, Buzz Lightyear and Space Ranger is a great ride. And as well as the Tomorrowland Speedway, you know, who can't get enough of that gasoline smell and the loud motor as you go racing down the track, you know. And then just a few quick ones to think about on a hot summer day. So if you're ever in the park on a hot summer day, these are rides I definitely will tell you to go to. Definitely want to get on the People Mover in Tomorrowland. Carousel of Progress with a great theme song and very catchy. And believe me, you will be, it will stick in your head. As well as even, it's a small world. Now, I know many people get freaked out by the small world because those dolls, you know, they're just staring at you and they're singing. And then, you know, especially as you get towards the end, that final room where all the dolls representing all the countries in the world are together singing. And then when those boats start backing up, trust me, that theme song gets stuck in your head and you can't get it out of your head for the next, ooh, couple of days, all right? But it's just, those are the kind of rides you want to be on, especially when it's hot, you want to get out that hot Florida sun, the humidity, you know, you definitely want to ride those kind of rides. And then also, Walt Disney World Railroad, even though I know it's been closed for the last two years because of construction purposes. And that brings me to what I'm definitely looking forward to, although it's not going to be this year or probably be next year, Tron. You know, I've seen the video of, of this ride in Shanghai, and, oh, I, I just can't wait for it to get here and open, you know. And then let me just bring up a few oldies that, you know, if you're, you've been there for a while and you know the Magic Kingdom, you definitely can't forget about 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. You know, what about the Skyway, you know, what took you between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland? And then one that sort of had a little changing, you had the Alien Encounter ride, which I thought was probably the most scariest things i ever seen in my life that freaked me out. And then, of course, they switched it over to Stitch, and then, of course, now it's pretty much a done deal. All right? So that's some of the things I like and look forward to at the Magic Kingdom. And then, of course, while there, you cannot, you cannot leave or go to the Magic Kingdom without getting a Dole Whip. That's a must, all right? And I know I didn't talk about Peter Pan. You know, it's a nice ride, but not something I'm, I'm in a diehard fan for, all right? So let's move to the next park, Disney's Hollywood Studios, or as it was originally called in the beginning, Disney MGM Studios, all right? Now, as I said, this park has gone through a lot of changes since its inception. All now, it's more of a real theme park, especially with the addition of Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge. I think it's a very themed area. 
for the park and just Disney in general, because obviously it's the direct answer to Universal Studios Harry Potter land. Now, I haven't yet had the opportunity to get on Millennium Falcon or Rise of the Resistance. I'm looking forward to getting on those rides once, you know, COVID-19 settles down a little bit and it's a little bit more safer. But there are some few rides there that I do love. I love Toy Story Mania. I think it's a very fun and exciting ride. You know, you can have fun. It's competitive, especially if you're riding with someone or you're in the, the ride vehicle with your family. And also, Hollywood Tower of Terror. You know, I know the people on the West Coast didn't like the fact so much that they changed that icon over there to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But Hollywood Tower of Terror, you know, is definitely a fan favorite. I love getting on that ride whenever I get a chance. And the one other ride I haven't gotten a chance to get on yet at uh, Hollywood Studios is Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway. I've seen plenty of videos of it, and I'm looking forward to it, riding that one as well. As well as Slinky Dog Dash. It's amazing that I haven't gotten the opportunity to get on that one, especially when you think about Fast Passes. Anytime I try to get it, it was always booked. So it's it's been a tough one, but I know it's it's a lot more easier to get on rides now, especially when there's no uh, fast pass. All right. And then lastly, just with uh, Hollywood Studios, give you a few oldie goldies. You know, obviously the great movie ride, which now is the home to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. But the great movie ride was a fantastic ride into the movies over the past century. And then, of course, one of the originals from when the park opened was the Backlot Movie Tour, you know, where you got a chance to actually go through the back lots of Hollywood, which I thought was pretty cool. All right. So now I'm going to talk about the next two. As I said, Animal Kingdom and Epcot, they're tied for third. I, I can't really say one is worse than the other because they both have their good things. But I'm going to start with Animal Kingdom in a sense because I kind of like a little bit more of Animal Kingdom. You know, they have a lot of great rides there, particularly when you go into the Avatar land, you know, Land of Pandora. You know, Flight of Passage is definitely a must. You know, Navi River Journey, you know, it's real nice. It's real cool. But the Flight of Passage is a must. You must get on that one. You definitely get a chance. And then, of course, you definitely want to do Expedition Mount Everest. Fantastic roller coaster ride, which is fantastic and awesome. And also the Kilimanjaro Safari, you know, being an opportunity, getting an opportunity, excuse me, to see African wildlife animals up close and personal like that, I think is awesome. You know, and then one scary ride that even gets me a little bit, and that's over in Dino USA Land, which is the dinosaur ride. You know, that one, if you haven't been on it, it, it it's, it's, it's scary. You know, it, it really gets you, you know. All right. And so then let's move over to the last one, Epcot. Or as I know a lot of people sort of want to refer to it nowadays as Walcott because there's just a bunch of walls all around Epcot right now. And I know the, the pandemic is definitely not being Epcot's friend in terms of construction and trying to get renovations and everything done. But there are some good ones still at Epcot. You know, Spaceship Earth, obviously, you it's a must. You know, and that's another good ride on a hot summer day in Florida. You definitely want to get on. Soaring is an absolute favorite. 
Test Track also is an absolute favorite. And one that you may not think about, but it's a nice little 15-minute ride where you can just sit and relax a little bit and get out the hot sun as well. That's living with the land, you know, and farming and seeing all the fruits and vegetables that Disney grows in there that's used on property to feed. And then, of course, there's some other good ones on the side. You know, you got Frozen Ever After. You have Nemo and Friends, the Grand Fiesta Tour with Donald Duck, and Mission Space. So, you know, Epcot has some good ones. And then, of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, that roller coaster ride we're waiting on. And, of course, Remy's Ratatouille Adventures, which the addition to the France Pavilion just opened up recently. But, you know, those are some things. So, those are some of my favorite rides at Disney, you know, particularly at the parks. But then there's also some other good rides that you don't really call rides, but in a way they are rides. You know, the monorail for sure is definitely a ride, you know, because it's really the beginning of your journey to the Magic Kingdom, especially after you park at the Ticket and Transportation Center. And the new one, the Disney Skyliner. If you haven't got a chance to ride that, the Skyliner is pretty cool. I've ridden a couple of the lines, and it's it's nice. You know, it's a nice, relaxing. You know, it doesn't get too hot in there, especially for not having any kind of air conditioning, but it's pretty cool, you know? All right, so now I'm going to move on. I'm going to talk about resorts. Now, on Disney's property, you got 30 resorts. You can choose where you want to stay. It has everything from value, moderate, the deluxe to if you really want to go all out so they have a resort that can fit your budget that's the one thing i will say but some of the resorts i've stayed in and for the most part when i was been going to disney world a lot i didn't really stay on on their property i stayed usually at timeshare or resorts outside but all of a sudden i've been starting moving and staying more and more on disney's property to enjoy that disney magic a little bit more and some of my favorites, some of the ones I've stayed at, you know, the Music All-Star Resort. Yeah, you know, it's value. It's nice. But it's still that Disney magic in a sense. Um, I also had a chance to stay at Saratoga Springs and Spa Resort, which is right across from Disney Springs. I think it's a very beautiful and relaxing resort. You know, it's very nice. It's very calming. You know, especially if you're someone who loves the idea of horse racing and it has all that history and heritage but i'm going to tell you one that i think is a sleeper in many people's eyes and my wife and i stayed there for our anniversary a couple years back that is the port orleans french quarter resort when i tell you it reminds you of being in the french quarters in new orleans it is hands down the best and beautiful resort i've seen i think it's very nice and it's a sleeper it's a sleeper i don't think a lot of people really look at it too much but it's definitely a very beautiful hotel all right so those are some of the ones that i've stayed in and there's a lot more that i really want to stay in i just haven't gotten a chance to get there yet but some of my wish list ones that that i want to stay in i definitely want to stay at the grand floridian as well as the Contemporary Resort. Those are two resorts I definitely want to stay, mainly because they're on the Magic Kingdom. 
walkway. Now that there's a walkway from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom, I think it's even better. And I also want to stay at the Riviera Resort that just opened up uh, the year before. And even the Copper Creek Villas Cabin. You know, that's another one that I would love to just stay in. But the beauty about when you stay in these resorts, you know, even if you don't live on a property, you can visit all these resorts by simply just hopping on one of the buses from either the parks or Disney Springs. And you go there and you can walk around, you know, eat at some of the resorts, you know, have lunch, breakfast, dinner, you know, go about your business. But it's pretty nice. All right. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is some tips. Now, these are some, some of these are not, they're not secretive in a sense. I mean, they're sort of well known to some degree. But these are just some of the tips that I, I sort of think people ought to look at. Particularly if you're at the Magic Kingdom late at night and you're there at closing. The express line, the one where it's only two stops, the Magic Kingdom and the Ticket and Transportation Center, that line is ridiculous. It's crazy. But if you don't mind having a stop in between, jump on the resort line. You know, the resort line, yeah, the trains don't run as fast because they have to make stops, but it's only one stop more to you getting to the ticketed transportation center. You know, so use that if you got a chance. And then if you are want to do a park hop, you know, you can take the monorail from the Magic Kingdom back to the TTC, switch lines, jump over to Epcot, and go over to Epcot. You know, so it's best to park your car either at Epcot or Magic Kingdom and then take the monorail to go to the other side. Now, you know, right now, I know they're not running that Epcot line, but probably when you listen to us, you know, maybe it'll be different. And then if you want to jump between Epcot and Hollywood Studios, definitely use the Skyliner. I think it saves time. Yeah, it's, a, it's about a 20-minute, you know, journey, but I think it's fun. And then, of course, you always have the buses, all right? And then the last one is tickets. As I open up, I said, you know, the tickets for Disney World is no joke. They're expensive. And when I first started going with my wife, and then once we had our first child and we were going, we were buying like three, four-day tickets, uh, multi-day tickets. And then after a while, we thought like, wow, we're spending more and more money because we were actually going a couple more times throughout the year. So we said, you know, let's just buy an annual pass. and when you really look at it, if you purchase an annual pass, you know, the, if you go at least twice in the year, you've actually paid for that pass. And then, of course, the benefit with the annual pass is you can't beat it. You know, you can get anywhere between 15 to 30 percent off on merchandise as well as food, you know, and you get other special little perks. You know, trust me, I love to whip out my annual pass and say, hey, let me get that annual pass discount. You know, and then, of course, it also allows you to get those neat magnets that you put on your cars that you probably have seen many people drive around wherever you may live, you know, letting you know that I'm an annual pass holder, you know. But if you do visit Disney World, you know, you have it's it's something that, you know, you won't be able to do everything no matter how long you're there. It's, it's just a it's a city of its own. You know, it's that big. It's that encompassing. And yes, it takes a while before you really believe you're back in the outside world. And I know that's something that Disneyland suffers from because 
you literally just walk across the street and you're at some hotel or fast food restaurant. And I've been to Disneyland one time and I enjoyed it the couple of days I was out there and had the chance to go there. But you lose that intimacy just a little bit when you're at Disney World. But once you get on Disney's property at Disney World, you're there. You know, yeah, you can leave and go to Universal or maybe take that little ride over to Legoland or maybe to Bush Garden. But when you come back, you're back inside that Disney bubble. So if you're someone who loves to try to visit Disney World a lot, I would definitely suggest looking at annual passes. You know, I know they're not selling them right now until probably maybe 2022. But definitely get multi-day tickets. You know, save yourself some money. Because like I say, we talk about $104 for one park one day on a high-end $159 one park one day. So definitely, you know, do the math, make it work for you, and enjoy. So with that, I hope you enjoyed my little brief summary real quick about why I love Disney and what are some of my little tips and what I enjoy when I go there. And like I say, every time I go there, must try to get a dole whip hands down but with that i hope you guys enjoyed it and also there's going to be a new thing that i just started i finally created a facebook page for ray talks live so shortly after this episode drops if you go on facebook at ray talks live i'm going to put a poll or basically i'm just going to ask the question what is your favorite walt disney world theme park or what's your favorite ride at Disney World or maybe what's your favorite resort so definitely look out for it so you know I'm steady working on building the social media for you guys to be interactive and join so remember join me on Facebook now at Ray Talks Live you can also continue to follow me on Twitter at Ray Talks Live as well and you can even follow me on Instagram at Ray Talks underscore live and if you want to feel free to send me an email at raytalkslive at gmail.com. All right. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed. I will probably do another Disney versus Disneyland, maybe, or definitely a Disney versus Universal, since I have also visited Universal plenty of times as well. So look out for that part, that episode soon. All right. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a good one. I hope you enjoyed it, and I look forward to hearing your comments. And with that, I bid you good night. Have a great one.